0: Look. Uh, ball playing, ball playing, no watching from the side. Said that you got him next. We'll go ahead and show 'em why. No limits in the sky. What Don't up, everybody? Welcome shot. to another episode this of Up Next, the podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports. Uh we're, we're back on basketball. Uh we got a very, very special guest. Um, but of course, I'm Jamal Murphy, and I got my co-host Khalid Green in the house. What's up, man? Peace, man. Going
1: down to the Midwest tonight, to uh, Kansas City, to this young lady we've been hearing about. I heard about her through the grapevine all the way here in New York City, through the girls' grapevine. And um, also following her on the internet, on the uh, Instagram. She's been making a lot of splash out there in the basketball world. So, Jada
0: Williams, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. What's up, y'all?
0: What's going on? What's going on? Of course, Jada Williams, Jada Lil Bullet. Williams uh, yeah, get it right get it right <laughs> you know out of, out of Kansas City five star uh, top 10 class of 2023 and currently at Blue Springs High School let's set it off right away uh, we always ask you know these young prodigies you know how it all started how old were you when you first started playing and when did you really develop that love for the game
2: um when I first started playing I mean i i always like remember playing like outside like my dad would lift me up to the hoop and stuff but, like, my first team was – I played for the YMCA and kindergarten or first grade. I can't really remember what grade it was. But um, after that, they kicked me out because I like to steal the ball too much, what they told me. <laughs> I had to go play with boys because they said I couldn't play in that league no more. And so I went and played with boys. And then when I started playing against the boys, I'm like, I'm better than them. Like, maybe, maybe I like this a lot. And then after that, like, I just kind of fell in love with it. And then I was like, I don't want to just go to practice. I want to go – workout outside of that and so after that like I was doing like two workouts a day usually um including practice but I mean I was just young and I didn't have anything else to do and I wasn't one of those kids like stay in the house like I was always playing outside playing football just being a bad little kid playing in the dirt you know running around the neighborhood with no shoes on and stuff like that but (laughs) I just love playing outside and all the all the guys in the neighborhood would play basketball so I just started playing and then I kind of fell in love with it and never lost it.
0: Mm. Beautiful. So so, what age were you? How young were you when you, you were playing with boys and you were just like, I'm better than these dudes?
2: Probably like six or seven.
0: Okay.
1: Wow. Nice. Were you playing up or were you playing on your age group?
2: I was playing boys that was a year or two older than me. Okay. But yeah, that's really how I found my love. And then ever since then, I was like, this this my thing.
0: Okay. So, you, so you were pretty much nice from the start. Like you kind uh, of... Would-
2: I was actually garbage, but oh, really? I'm better than the boys I was playing against. But I, nowadays I look on Instagram and it's six-year-olds dribbling between their legs and <laughs> doing 360 layups. So I'm like, bro, I was not that good when I was six. Yeah, <laughs> the, the basketball world is definitely changing the, like as far as young kids being so good.
1: Well, that's sad that you were six seven playing up. And you weren't good, but the guys you were playing against were not that good either. I'm not gonna <laughs> use the word. I would. I would. I, I'm not gonna use the word I want to use here on the up next podcast. But uh, yeah, they just let's just say they weren't that good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so right now at Blue Springs High School, how's how's your season going, or are you having uh, so, a season yet?
2: Yes, yeah, we we played three games now and we're two and one. Uh, last year we made it to state and it got canceled, and so. We was in the final four and they just said that we're done. And so it was kind of weird because Corona wasn't that big back then and now we're still playing. So I I really feel like we could have played the last two games and had the state banner hanging in our gym. But um, God works in mysterious ways. So this year we're just trying to get, get back to the way we were at the end of the season last year. Um, last year we were really done for our defense. And so we're just trying to get back in shape. You know, Corona had us kind of out of shape. But we're just staying in shape. Uh, we, play some, we play a really good team on Saturday called Bishop M.A.s, and they're ranked on the Kansas side. And mm. So, I mean, we're just doing what we know how to do, just trying to get back to where we were last year. Um, I mean, our team is super close. We have a lot of good girls on the team. I love playing with the girls that I play with, our coaches. I love them to death. And so I think I'm surrounded by a lot of good people, and I know they have my back, and I'm 10 tones down for them too. So it's a really good environment.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Now, how did you – pick this school? Were you recruited or you just woke up and say, I want to go to this school?
2: Oh, no, I go to public school. Like, I go to the school where I live at. Like, ain't, there was no planning. I'm going into none of that. Like, I just, I don't, I don't really believe in that. Like, I don't think I need to go stack the high school team. It's not that important to me. Or like, not, not that important to me. I just feel like that's, like, I live in Blue Springs, Missouri. So I'm gonna go to Blue Springs High School because, that's just how my family raised me to be. Like, I just believe in going where you where you need to go because I feel like the AU is where you get – if you want to play on a team from somewhere else, you play AU with them. So I yeah. just go to where I live at, and, I mean, I love it.
1: So you're going to rep Blue Springs. Blue Springs, it's all about Blue Springs.
2: Yes, all about Blue Springs until I graduate.
0: Got you, got uh, you. Are there other D1 players on the team?
2: Oh, hands down. We got uh, – our freshman that we got here – her name is Jayla Cornelia. She had 14 last night. And then my other guard, she's she got a strap. She had uh like sixteen last night. She had like five threes. And then it's me, and then our, our post is like she's not really a post, but she's strong. She she could go to track. I mean, she go to college for track if she wanted to. That girl's so fast mm. and strong. She tall. She's like six two, maybe. She's she's a beast. And then we got another post. And then I feel like everyone on our team has potential to sort of play, play, um, D2 basketball at least, mm-hmm. um, if they wanted to a lot. Some of them don't, and that's okay. I'm not, not judging them for that. But I think our team is definitely has D2, D1 caliber.
1: Nice. And what? Who's the AAU program? What AAU program do you play with?
2: The uh, I played for Missouri Phenom last year and the years before that, but this year I'm switching to Arkansas Banshees.
1: Mm. Okay. A power switch,
2: huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Tell us about your your daily routine like you you mentioned you've been you at an early age you wanted to do two a days. Uh, What's your routine look like now that you can almost you know that now that you you know you kind of on a pedestal already.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, well, usually on a regular day, like if I don't play that day or um, if I'm not coming off that day because the day after I usually get some recovery. But usually I get up uh, 435 come work shooting here. I got the gun in here. So I come in here, shoot like a thousand shots. And then I go home. We got online school now, so I do my work. Usually I get done. My work about, like, 10, and then I just chill. And then I usually go to my trainer, Marcus Walker, at, like, 11, get done with him at, like, 12, 30, 12, something like that. And then I got high school practice. And then that gets done at, like, four forty 5-ish. And then I come home, eat, and chill.
1: How long have you had a routine like that? Like, that's a very disciplined routine. How long have you been disciplined with your routines?
2: Um, Depending on, like, what age I was, because, like, in middle school, we didn't start school till like, 8, 10, so I could get up a little bit later and go at, like, 7 and go to the school and get shots up. But usually I'm, I always want to get my work done. I'd rather get it done early than stay at, out at, like, 10 o'clock and be doing workouts. So I'd rather get my stuff done. So getting up early is not really a problem for me. I'd rather get up early than stay up late.
0: Nice. Did you ever play other sports, or is it always just basketball?
2: Um... It's always been basketball. Last year I was going to run track, but it got canceled. And so this year you might see me on a track. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. So so tell, so tell, describe your game for us. Like, how would you describe it?
2: Um, If I was describing my game, I would definitely say I like to play fast-paced game, um, a very intense game, passionate game. I have a lot of passion. And so I'm going to show it. A lot of people told me when I was younger, that's what boys do. And I was like, forget y'all, like, you're not about to tell me what I can and can't do. And so okay. I play play a lot of a passionate basketball. Um, I try to get my teammates involved as much as I can. Um, I mean, I can get to the rack when I need to, uh, but I really love passing. I love when my pass and my teammate gets the end one, that's when I'm most hyped. But I mean, I got a good pull-up game. That's where I say my strong suit is. And then three is getting there. That's what I'm working on now, just getting stronger, staying consistent around the three-point and beyond the arc. Um, but other than that, I mean, like I said, um, I love to. I love leading my team. I love being the coach on the floor. Um, I just love being the leader of the team, like I said. And then get my teammates involved is really what I like to do. Like I said, my most hype moments is when my teammate gets the and one. That's like my my adrenaline is rushing. But I love to get this get the game going fast. I hate playing slow basketball. It's so boring. Um, I like to do all the crazy stuff like three sixty layups. The boys is gonna do three sixty dunks, so they can't tell me I can't do a three sixty layup. If I <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm very passionate, as you can see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about a lot of things, but that one of them, th- those things would definitely be basketball. And, I mean, when I was from a young age, I told myself that this is what I wanted to do, so I'm going to put my 100% in it.
1: Nice. nice. What uh, schools, are there any colleges that you kind of think about going to or are you open right now?
2: Uh, right now, I'm, I'm open. I never really had a dream school or nothing like that. A lot of people ask me that, and I really never had a dream school um, I just love watching basketball, whether it was boys, girls, NBA, WNBA, doesn't matter. I just love watching the game. Um, but right now I'm open. I'm going to tell you all I'm open.
0: <laughs> okay. Do, do you care like how close you stay to home? Would you, do you mind traveling? Does, it's wide open like that?
2: yep My mom from a young age, a lot of parents or a lot of, a lot of players want to stay home to their, to their family, but I know my family is so dedicated and they, they put a lot of time and effort into this and that's not going to stop now. So if I'm, across the across the United States they're still gonna make it to my games as much as they can and wherever my mom wherever I go, my mom says you're gonna get an apartment there. So either way I know my mom's gonna be able to come.
1: They have some um nice uh apartments out in stores Connecticut, just so you know. Just tell your mothers <laughs> that I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Cause we would like to we would like to get to the games too. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's close <laughs> to us.
0: So you know, speaking of your mom, um like who who have been the major impacts in your basketball career who has, who has really helped you get to this point?
2: Um, I mean, my mom didn't play college basketball. She she was just high school basketball. Um, she could have went mid-major, but she didn't want to go to a small school. She wanted to go to a D1 school. So she just – she didn't play sports in college. I mean, in her little small town, she was in the 1,000-point club. I mean, she wasn't bad, but, like, she's bad, if that makes sense. She <laughs> 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 um, just supported me, and the support is what's got me this far. Um, she never really, wor- I mean, she takes me to workouts and stuff, but she would never was my trainer, nothing like that. She's just been 100% behind me no matter what. And from when I was first starting basketball, she said, as much effort as you're going to put into it, I'll back you. And so that's really what we've, we've matched each other in everything that we do. And so that's really, she's definitely been my number one fan for everything I do, school, um, she's been uh, my, my, my cheerleader through everything, but at the same time, she's pushing me to be who I am. But she's never really forced me to, oh, you're going to this workout. I've always been the one to ask. Um, she's never really forced me to play basketball. And so that's what I love so much. I see a lot of kids being forced to play, and it's, it's sad. Like, I see them, and they don't like it. Like, they loved to play basketball when we were younger, and now they're just like, I hate this, just because their parents put so much pressure. So for that, mm. I'm really grateful. But other than that, um, my first trainer ever was um, a girl named Betty Lennox. She played in WNBA. Um, MVP. Um, She made it to the finals and all that type of stuff. But that's really taught me how to play basketball. Um, Mm. Her and a guy named Rodney Gillier was my first AAU coach. And so them two, um, they definitely really started me off. But I, I would say the person that gives me so much confidence and that really pushed me to be so much more than just a girls basketball player and to use my voice and helped me get the platform that I have today because, I mean, I never really tried to get that. Like, it just came. It just came. Like, I, I wasn't trying to blow up on Instagram or nothing like that. It just really came. So, I just think the person that, that really got me so passionate about the game of basketball and to do the 360 laps and between the legs laps and stuff like that um, was Marcus Walker, my godfather and my trainer. And so, I just think he, he's also been behind me since the, the day that I met him. And the day that we started getting in the gym, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be at. And he's gotten me so far. A lot of things in life, not just on the basketball court. I mean, we feed the homeless. He cuts hair and I feed and hand out toys and stuff. And that's really, I just think me and him both have have some platforms that we could use it in positive ways, not just for basketball. Yes, we can impact the basketball world, but a lot of people don't have what him for me. Like a lot of people don't have that role model as parents either. And so I just feel like I can be that be that light in someone's dark world and that's just where I'm coming from off the court cuz I know one day the ball's going to go flat and then I'm going to be stuck. So right now I'm just thinking a lot about um, what can I do to help other people? Um God's a big thing in my life too. So I just feel like going down his path where he got me right now, I'm, I'm doing real good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes you I are. Yes, we you could are. tell. We could tell. Speaking hey. speaking of that, I mean you said, you know, you sound very very mature uh for your age. Already talking about you know, serious issues. I would assume you have a dream. Is it your dream to play in the WNBA? Yeah. So they're probably the the leading league in terms of speaking out on issues. Uh, you know, racial issues, social justice. What's what do you feel about that when you see the stances that they take?
2: Oh, I mean, even as the women as the women's sports in general. But going from the WNBA, they speak out a lot and. They're one of the main people discriminated just because it's girls' basketball, and that's a that's a guy sport. And so I just think that them speaking up for the discrimination and the putting the Black Lives Matter on the jerseys and stuff like that, it really stands out. And I just think as we as the game grows, it's gonna become a lot more popular. Um, they got us on the Boo Boo ESPN channels. The ESPN got <laughs> extra, you know, like that's. I mean, it's right. it's terrible. I'm I'm loving I'm loving the way that they're standing up. I'm right behind them. Um, a lot, especially for the Black Lives Matter movement right now, they've they've done a lot for the women because as young females, we're a lot of people are scared to speak up because we're already discriminated as being females in the basketball world. So speaking up for other things is hard and it's scary, but mm. I, as long as we stick together, we got this. And I, like I said, as the game as the game grows, we're gonna continue to be put on the good ESPN channels and stuff like that. So. I mean, we're just going to keep using our voices and we're going to get there one day. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of power and a lot of using your voice and going through a lot of discrimination and people hating under your comments and stuff like that. But we're going to get there.
0: Absolutely. No doubt, especially people like you leading the way, the next generation. Uh, you'll definitely get there. No question about yeah. it. So, you know,
1: just going back to, who? to the WNBA, I know you watch the WNBA, the NBA. Who are some of the people that you look up to as a player that, you know, you kind of mimic your game after?
2: On the women's side, I love Sue Bird. Her game is crazy dope. Her passes are insane, and as a point guard, if you don't look at Sue Bird as a role model, then you're doing something wrong. Her passes are crazy, and that goes along with Diana Taurasi, them two right there as guard play. That's just, that's who I've always looked up to. And then um, for, for younger girls, I would definitely say Jordan Canada, her game is sick. Um, Arike Goomba, Wiley, I can go on forever. just the girls' game is so dope. like I prefer to watch women games because I feel like I learn a lot more from them because I'm playing that game. but I, I just love the game. it's so dope. and as like on social media, they're putting their life out there now. so just to learn about what they go through on a daily basis it's it's dope. I really appreciate them for leading starting the path and creating the path for us and we're gonna continue because I know a lot of younger girls um class of twenty twenty four and below they're they're dope too. so the game is definitely, coming up. Um, we're starting early, real, real early. I know freshmen that are dunking now and so I'm super excited where this game's going to go in the next couple years. But um, on the men's side, I would definitely say Steph Curry, um, Kyrie Irving, all the guard play. Um, but in particular, Steph Curry because he uses his faith and he's not scared to show everyone that what he believes in. Like he, he took the Under Armour deal because Nike said that, that he couldn't put his Bible verse on there. That's powerful and that speaks to a lot of people. So Definitely him, but like I said, I just love watching basketball. I'm not really particular on players. I just love to watch the game. Nice.
0: Right. And from from listening to you, I would you know I would assume that you are nice on the academic side too. Uh, oh, is, is that something? You never, t-
2: oh, my mom never let me slack. If even like well, the way that we were raised, we're competitive in everything. Me and my sister competed for brushing our teeth—who could get ready faster, <laughs> stuff like. That. Ray was always competing in, but. Yeah, I hate like if I have a B, I'm like, bro, what the heck? Like, I get this up. Like, I hate that. Like, it's not a bad grade, but I just I've always been a perfectionist, and I just think that that's the way my mom raised me and my sister. And so it's it's gonna it's gonna go for everything I ever do. Like in school, my teacher's like, why are you so mad? Like, it's just an a minus. I'm like, I don't care what it is. If it's not a hundred percent, then I can I can improve in it.
0: Right, absolutely. I know. Uh, you know, you know, you don't you're wide open in terms of colleges, and you gave a great answer. You know, you're not trying to you're not trying to. To lead a certain way, but when you do make that decision, or you come close to, you got to come back on here and let us know, cause we're gonna be following you. Uh, we're rooting for you. Uh, this was one of the one of the better interviews we've had. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You're, absolutely. You're, you absolutely. are very very impressive. So you're you're gonna be forever on our radar. So
2: yes. um, I appreciate it so much. Uh,
0: so hold up, I got a
1: question. You, okay. You're playing a big game on Saturday, right? What, what, what's on your playlist to get you hyped for that game in particular?
2: Oh, a lot of people think that I'm crazy for this, but Rod Wave is where I'm going. I'm
1: okay.
2: And a little bit of Young Boy, he's in there too.
1: Okay, okay. But
2: Rod Wave, he not, everyone think he's sad, but I don't think he's sad. I just feel like, get you in your heart so like you mad you like man forget everybody like everybody that did me wrong stuff like right, that like, right 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 I, you against so, the world right yes <laughs> it's, it's, hey me and my team versus the world is what it makes me feel like really i step on that court and if you're not wearing purple and gold then you're not with me
1: okay so hold up hold up you said purple and gold all right i have a young man that plays for a purple and gold school up here named chris jeffries christian jeffries and he was dying for me to – he was dying to get you to follow him today. Just say hello <laughs> to him, please. He, he he plays for Bishop Lachlan, man. Christian Jeffries. Just say hello.
2: You said his name's Christian? Yes. What's up, Christian? What's up, fam? If you had not <laughs> his Instagram, i follow him, of course.
1: I think you already did. I think you did earlier, he said. Okay, cool. Because he was hype. He was hype for that.
2: Oh, bad, bad, bad. Man, yeah. that's – that's all you want me to do? That's
1: the easiest thing in the world. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Thank
0: you. <laughs> nah, this, is, this, is, this has been great. Really uh, appreciate you coming on. We got to do this again, like I said, in the years ahead. There's no doubt you're going to do big things. We can hear that. We can see it in your play. Thanks a lot for joining us. Jada Lil Bullet-Williams out of Kansas City. Five-star, top 10, 2023, and currently at Blue Springs High School. Uh, really appreciate you coming on, and we're watching you
1: up next. Family, right here, Jada Williams. She's in, she's in the family now.
0: Word up, now,
2: thank y'all so much.
0: Yes, uh, right. yes, ma'am. Thank you.
2: Thank you, guys.
0: Peace. Take care, Jada Lil Bullet Williams. She's definitely living up to the nickname, even, even in the interview. Uh, and on the court, like I said, top 10 2023. 20, that she's one to watch. Oh, she's, she's
1: charismatic off the court. She's charismatic. She's a great interview. She talks about her passion. She didn't have to talk about her passion. Her passion was right. coming through my computer just now. Right. right. All right? So, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm so impressed with this interview, just uh, how she laid out her life and, you know, what her platform is about and the fact that she's a great basketball player only adds on to, you know, who she is as a person. So, you know, shout out to her and shout out to, Williams, mrs williams her mother right. who is raising a, a a young queen out there in kansas city no question
0: about it no question about it so we will keep an eye on her uh without a doubt um to see what what kind of big thing big things she accomplishes because i'm sure it'll be many um thanks again for listening to another great episode of up next keep following keep supporting Keep subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and of course on social media. Follow us on Instagram at UpNextPod and on Twitter at UpNext_Pod. We got a lot of good stuff going on social media, so check it out and also interact with us. Tell us, tell us what you like, what you don't like, who you like, who you you want to hear from, all that good stuff. Yes, yes.
1: Um, Thanks for following. Thanks for the support. Peace. Peace.
0: Ain't no watching from the side, uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky uh, Said you got up next, well, go on show them why uh, One, two, that's a three, now take your shotball players. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex uh, Collie green, got me a scully before he left uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check tech-